show. And today I'm going to podcast while I put away my laundry because apparently I never do that these days because I've been getting more and more incompetent with that easy stuff since school started because school sucks. It doesn't suck that bad though. Like, hey, at least we don't get that much homework yet. So, but anyway, so everybody, I swear, everybody at my school is watching this show called Squid Game. And Matt Walsh calls it torture porn. And how I feel about it is I'm not sure I would watch it. I don't think it's wrong for other people to watch it, but I wouldn't watch it. Now, if you don't know what Squid Game is, it's basically, well, torture porn. It's where a bunch of these people compete on a fictional game show. And if they lose the game show, they get killed in very brutal ways. I'm talking like harvesting organs and stuff. It's it's really gross, but um, I've never actually seen the show, but I've heard it's very, very violent, so I probably wouldn't recommend it. Maybe if you're like an insane psychopath who likes violence, but I definitely wouldn't recommend it to any sane person. Because like, who wants to watch people straight up get tortured, tortured and die, and innocent people at that. And apparently the winner gets this big million dollar prize where it's like 27 million dollars. 27 million dollars! I don't think any of you get my reference, but anyway, the winner's supposed to get a lot of money, but like, I w- it wouldn't be worth it. But I definitely, even though it's fictional, I wouldn't recommend watching Squid Game. It sounds very scary and gross, and I, it, I wouldn't watch it. And I heard some people couldn't even make it through the first episode. I swear that Squid Game could give anybody the creeps just like that. Good one. 
quality isn't too good yet. I swear, I will get that microphone set up when I get the time. I will. But for now, the audio quality is going to be crappy, and y'all are just going to have to deal with it. But if I do want to get more listeners, I'm going to have to get my audio quality up. So hopefully, I'll get my microphone set up soon, because I got this podcasting microphone for my birthday, and it's not like a toy microphone, it's a real microphone, like a professional microphone, like the ones that YouTubers use. You know those little ones that like hook up to a desk and have a little screen in front of it? I'm such a professional, you know. (laughs) Anyways, I also want to talk about something else on this show, which is life runners. I really wish I could become a life runner because it's a good cause. It's basically like where you run or walk. You can walk to for a pro-life cause, and it sounds pretty awesome. They went to the top of Kilimanjaro to hold up their banner. Like, how cool is that? I wish I could become a life runner, but sadly I cannot because I do not have the time nor the energy for that. However, I still do support the pro-life cause. And I encourage everybody else to become our own life runner too. And the reason I'm talking about life runners today is because I actually got to see Dr. Pat Passel speak um, a little presentation at St. Mary's the other day. And he was talking about life runners and how you should become a life runner. I love his enthusiasm. It was so cool. He was just like up and super energized and super enthusiastic. I think he's a lot like me in that way. And also, with the vaccines, I agree with him too. But when he said his opinion on it, the principal decided to leave because she disagreed with it. So we had to leave the presentation, sadly. I wish that we couldn't have I wish that we could have stayed longer because I I just wanted to stay longer and hear what he had to say. I want to hear what he had to say. I was actually like for some reason really out of it that day, but it was still a pretty cool presentation and I wanted to miss more classes. <laughs> but still Dr. Pat Castle is amazing. He got to spend 10 minutes with Padre freaking Pio. Did you know that? Bet you didn't. Anyway, he also spoke at the Respect Life Dinner, which I think was yesterday. I wish I could have gone, but it is really, really, really expensive. It's like $700 for 10 people. I can't pay $700 for 10 people. And my family has eight. And I probably couldn't go by myself. So hopefully I can go next year or the year after because it's just something I really would like to go to. It seems like a really nice dinner. I heard, I think it's very, very fancy. It looks like it's very, very fancy. So I've got to up my table manners because I don't have very good table manners. If one time I had such bad table manners that my aunt showed me a website for a how bad my table manners are. <laughs> so, voice message me, do you have bad table manners or do you have good table manners? If you have good table manners,
table manners were stupid, but like you have to have them for like business lunches and stuff. I probably won't be going to a lot of those since I probably won't be working like at like a corporate thing in the future, but still, you've got to be professional for things like respect life dinner, where you just can't come in and get stains all over your shirt. It's like, I can't do that. I embarrass myself in front of the bishop and Dr. Pat Castle. Like, I certainly wouldn't want to do that. But anyway, the next thing I want to talk about is drama. Middle school drama doesn't go away in eighth grade. And it's very frustrating because it's not usually in your class, it's usually in somebody else's class. And you think back to when you were like that age and you think you have so much wisdom, but then you realize you don't know what to do at all. <laughs> and I personally am not a big fan of drama, of course. I like writing down, journaling about silly little stories that happen, but like, they're not fun while they're happening. It's like, ah, no, just shut up, who cares? Why can't we all just shut up and eat some Doritos and be friends? Those of you who are homeschooled, you guys are kind of lucky because you don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. Plus, you don't have homework. Your whole day is homework. You don't have to work until the eight hours of the night. But then again, I don't either, but my mom does. She's in nursing school. Nursing school sounds like the worst thing ever. Sounds more like nursing hell than nursing school. You have to stay up so late doing homework. Well, my mom does, because she has work and stuff. And you still have to manage to make a living for yourself. And there's so much work. And guess what? They're trying to indoctrinate her with COVID crap. They're saying, oh, well, you're gonna have to write an essay now about COVID and about how you have to wear masks and social distance. I'm like, not everybody agrees with that. And it's not science. And the vaccine is an experimental drug, like Dr. Pat Castle said the other day. I, I honestly just think that indoctrinating even adults but kids more worse worsely is that the word more worse we'll go with that it's just wrong you can't force people to believe what you believe you have to give point, both sides points of view and i kind of actually struggle with that because it's like no i don't know what leftists were thinking when they said let's indoctrinate the kids BLM and crap like that. I think they were thinking, oh, we have to get more people to believe what we believe. That's what I think they were thinking. I don't know. I have to have a leftist on my show sometimes to explain themselves, but I don't know. Not every leftist is the same. And I'm not saying every leftist is bad. I just think their ideas are very bad. And I also think sometimes the Republicans are bad. And that's why I identify as a conservative. Not a Republican, a conservative. Because Republicans are sometimes wrong about stuff like immigration and death penalty. I disagree with those points that they make. However, I do not see how Democrats can support death penalty. How Democrats can't support death penalty, yet they can support 
support abortion. That 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 literally makes no sense. Voice message me and tell me if you agree with me. Because how could you preserve one human life and then kill another? All human life is sacred. And Lord Jesus Christ made us all his children. So why would you kill anybody? We don't kill anybody ever. I mean, like, I totally get it if you feel like very vengeful to somebody because they did something very bad. Like, let's say somebody killed your sister. I'd be mad. I'd want them to die too, probably. But to act on that, I feel like it's just wrong because God redeems everybody, even the worst people. Paul used to kill people. St. Paul, you know that, you know him? He used to kill a lot of Christians in his time, yet God didn't say, go die in a hole. God said, okay, convert because I love you and because you need to step up your God game. Our 
our society struggles with. You can't be one thing and then be the other too. You have to be this or this. It just seems so much of a hot and cold situation. I'm getting tired of it. And I just wish that Democrats and Republicans could have a peaceable conversation over coffee or something. And if they want their vegan Pride Month coffee, then just say, I disagree with that. And then say, oh, I agree with that. And then move on. Anyway, that's all for today, guys. I hope to see you next time. Goodbye now.